The man of will breaks all boundaries. As above, so below. Magic of come to realize is a new way of seeing our own world. Something divine truly does exist. You're listening to the Culture Shock podcast with your host, Dave Escuro. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Culture Shock podcast. I'm your host, Dave. Today, we jump into part two of my conversation into the metaverse with my guest, the baked nurse, Marilyn. And once again, I want to thank her for her time and her insights. I found that um, part one was received really well. And sometimes I'm not quite sure when we get into subjects like this, how people will react. But I found more often than not, people shared some of the same concerns that we have, or at least think that these those questions that we asked were worth you know, talking about and, and, and coming to some sort of resolution about. Much has been made out of the phrase trust science. And for me, that speaks no more true than the trusting the scientific method, which is that all things should be held up to scrutiny. And it is only when they are held up to scrutiny that we're able to see whether they're good ideas, bad ideas, or need further testing. And so when we come to like big technological advances like the metaverse or uh, even, you know, cell phone technology and robotics, these are things that I think that it's worth offering that level of scrutiny so that we can make sure that we're moving forward in the best possible way for our best long-term goals. So thank you all for returning for part two. And without further ado, we go back into the metaverse with the baked nurse, Marilyn. Okay, we're back. So uh, for those who may not know, the nanobots and technology uh, ministers apparently attacked this podcast and made us... (laughs) We're getting too hot. We're We're getting too close to the sun. We're getting too crazy. Uh, but what were you saying? That it's really yeah. technology. Like I used to work, I don't know what got recorded or whatever, but I worked in the ICU at a level one trauma center, a big, you know, so I'm used to working with these high tech medical stuff and it's really awesome. It saves people's lives, but we are in control of that kind of technology, mm-hmm. you know, like the nurse and the doctors, we are in complete control of this technology, but these nanobot stuff, you're, and maybe we're still in control of that, but. To me, I'm like, what if one gets loose and goes to your brain? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going off the rails there. But it's we're not in control of this artificial super technology. It goes way beyond yeah. our level of control. We have no control. We've already lost control of was it. Was it was it the nanobots that you were that you shared that uh I think it was through you, where like they can um yeah. replicate themselves? Yes, and they're already doing that. Like, how is this? It possible. I don't even understand that. Yeah, it's like yeah, they're replicating themselves. Like they're part DNA, right? Or they have some sort of like uh, organic material, something like that. Like I don't completely understand it, but they go into another cell, and they're able to replicate. I don't know what kind of cells they're going into. Yeah, but they put like cells in the dish with them, and they're able to replicate. Yeah, like, they, it's like it's like what is this? Yeah, like as I understand it, there's some sort of technological intelligence that that can blend with a cell to become a, a new living thing and then that that yeah. sort of hybrid you know technology organic cell can then find another cell impart a little bit of the technology within it and create a new version of itself and it can continue to multiply an infinite amount of times now this is all being done right yeah. now on a cellular level but it's it, it's not hard mm-hmm. to imagine what that what the application of that could mean once we're able to refine cloning and uh, 
You know, yeah. let's just let's take it out of the world of 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 sort of doom and gloom for a moment and look at like um let's say you lost an arm. Already mm-hmm. there's been conversations about could you clone a new arm, could you clone a new liver, things of that nature. Uh like I'm yeah. I, I don't eat meat, but I think they have been. Yeah, they've they've already started that process, right? You know, I, I don't eat meat, but there's all this conversation about whether or not um whether or not you could you could clone Clone me and and because it would not require the death of an animal would i eat it right my wife's always asking me so so that process is already occurring now if you if you Mm -hmm. augment that with these nanotechnologies that not only um aid in the in the i'm sure aid and speed the process of developing a fully formed body part to replace a missing one but 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 control it right then at, at this very smallest level, we will slowly but surely start to become part machine in like a, like a yes. Darth Vader kind of way. Yes. You know, I don't see how that's not possible because all they need to understand is things at a cellular yeah. level. Once they completely understand that, then the rest of it will just come in time. Right. Right. It, it, it's, it's, it's scary and fascinating at the same time. And for whatever reason, yeah, it just seems to get washed under the bridge. Um, it does. And that's so concerning. Like, why aren't people talking about this? Are they just not interested in it? Or, I mean, why do you think they're not talking about this? I think that we are very distracted by the theater of politics at this current time. I mm-hmm. feel like that's a big, big distraction these days. I mean, it used to be like entertainment. And I don't feel yeah. like entertainment is um, has the same hold on us that, that it used to. I feel like mm-hmm. in the last, uh, well, progressively, but it's certainly in like the last five to six years, politics and the theater politics has become the big, the big distraction in many of our yeah. lives. Uh, I'll give you an example. It's not all like when I say politics, I don't mean strictly like this president or that president, but mm-hmm. yeah, just in general, like uh, right now, the big, the big controversy is is the supreme court and how it will rule as it regards to some of these state laws on abortion right and it's obviously a a very hotly contested conversation Mm -hmm. and of course it's being presented from the perspective of like a global sense right you know um so that that takes our time that takes all of our time away Mm -hmm. and um and this other stuff hasn't really rolled out yet it's just been announced and so you get a spattering of people Mm -hmm. talking about it but but not not in any any way that I feel like it deserves. Like it doesn't get the attention that I feel like it should deserve because whether it's yeah. good or bad, it's going to have long reaching impact in our lives yes. in very short order. So I feel like it's incumbent upon us to start thinking about these things now before they're, they're so deeply ground into us that it's inescapable, much like cell phones are kind of like now. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you were saying about like nine 11, this things happen so slowly that it's, you just don't even realize it, that it's taken over. Yeah. How many times have you gone to an airport and just taken your shoes off and never give it a second thought? Because one yeah. dude tried to bring a bomb on an airplane with a shoe and failed. Yes. And, <laughs> I know. It's and crazy. 21, 20 years later, we're still taking our damn shoes off to go through the airport. Yes. It just makes no sense. Do you think movies will eventually be pretty much produced inside the yeah. metaverse? I tend mm-hmm. to think so, but I think so already. Yeah. Um, I used to do a podcast prior to this one where I, I talked about film, and uh, at the mm-hmm. end of it, my co-host and I 
were experimenting with VR and there was a, um, a website, uh, an application called, how's it called? Big screen. I think it was called, I think it was called big screen uh-huh. and you can watch movies in, in a virtual reality setting. So you put your goggles on and you, you go into oh, this wow. virtual theater and it, it provides you a lounge room. Uh, it's like your home base. You enter into your lounge and your lounge has a TV and you can, um, either rent movies from them directly. You can upload movies to oh, wow. draw down from. Mm-hmm. or you could go into public chat rooms essentially that are mm-hmm. that have the 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 skins of a theater and they're playing a movie so like you could be in a virtual movie theater already right now with a, you know a room full of virtual people and their little very you know unsophisticated avatars watching a f- watching mm-hmm. anything and you could set them up and you can set your privacy levels and and yeah you could absolutely you, i mean that that exists wow. right now See, that's what I was wondering. I think that's so fascinating. It's all just so fascinating to me. It's just like, it's going to change just everything. And change is obviously not always bad, but it just there's no oversight of any of this. That's the concerning part to me. And not that I'm even an oversighting person. I don't like government regul. I don't like any of that crap. But this is like, to me, playing with an atomic bomb, a nuclear weapon almost. Like, there's just no oversight. There's no concern. It's just out there running wild. Well, yeah, and I, again, I just think that it's... Um... Already, I think there's not enough oversight on the way social media is run. I think that's a that's a yeah. that's a, a gaping hole in, in the way that we run as a society. Whether that oversight comes mm-hmm. from uh, the government or it comes from the people or some hybrid of the two, it's not, in my opinion. Yeah. So I I see this being, and it's funny that Zuckerberg is the one who's kind of spearheading this. It's an extension of social media. It's a natural progression of social media. Yes. And like I said, many of these things already exist in a rudimentary way. You can already watch movies mm-hmm. in there. I mean, what yeah. would keep us from making movies in there? I mean, you look at you look at yeah. films now that can de-age actors, you know, who may be older if there's like a flashback scene. Mm-hmm. If you look at how it was done in Tron uh 2, Tron Legacy with Jeff Bridges and uh-huh. and how it was kind of clunky and artificial looking. Versus the way it looks, mm-hmm. uh, like like uh, I don't know if you saw Halloween Kills, but they they brought back Donald uh-uh. Pleasance, who's been dead for many years, by uh, yeah, no a, a lookalike actor and some technology, and it looks spot on, spot on. Wow! And um, again, that technology is already existing. Like immortality in a way. So as the avatar creation gets more sophisticated, why couldn't you have actors do all their performances virtually? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the entirety of the film. And would we even need actors? Would it just be this avatar, even without a human? That's just—it's—I don't even know. Who knows where it's? I mean, I certainly now. think you would need a lot less crew. You know, yeah. you would probably need far less because everything is automated, and so you know, you mm-hmm. might need actors for a while. But 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 even then, like the art of acting is not appreciated at the same level that it used to be. I mean, if you if you Definitely. remotely criticize a Marvel film for being milk toast at best, the angry nerds mm-hmm. will leap all over you. And and so yes. that again, slow erosion, right? The erosion of of what mm-hmm. we consider art, the erosion of what we of how we watch art, the erosion of of um being in a public place and having yeah. manners and you know, focusing on one object rather than your phone or whatever is convenient mm-hmm. to you. Like that's already going away. Oh my God. You know what that just reminded me of? Somebody that I know and trust just told me yesterday, I think that they said that 
they know a couple of people that are already they do magic mm -hmm. inside VR and they're already that they're dependent on it wow. already. I don't know what they're doing. I don't because I don't know enough about I've never used VR myself, but they're already dependent and they can't seem to do magic without That's weird. it. Isn't yeah. that weird? I could but you know, that being said, I could see where much like if you use drugs regularly to do magic, I could see mm -hmm. where, you know, why yes. visualize something when you can just have it presented, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and that's true about the drugs yeah. too. Yeah. Right. A lot of people mm -hmm. rely on drugs for magic, you know? Yeah. And, and again, I'm not an anti-drug person. Um, I, I no. think they're very handy at times and sometimes just very fun. Yeah. But, but, Certainly, like for me, like I will oftentimes use cannabis when I do magic, but I, I make a point of not doing mm -hmm. it exclusively. And, I do too. Same and and maybe you could, uh, maybe I would even say I try not to do it even uh, in the majority because I don't want to lose that, you know. Your own visualization stuff. But it is because using cannabis with magic, your visualizations are better. You forget about it. So, which is kind of a yeah. good thing. Sometimes I'll get so high and then I'll forget about what I've done and then. So your manifestations a lot of times will work better because you've forgotten about it. And yeah, but it's, a, it can be dependent on it. Yeah. Well, sure. you can lose yourself because it's becomes, because it heightens yeah. the reality of everything. You know, you're yeah. less concerned about the dog barking in the background or the, the, the car driving down the street or whatever. You kind of lose yourself into it. And of course you could, you can and should be doing that yeah. sober as well. But uh, it, again, the allure yeah. of convenience. So, you know, you can get, complacent and and kind of use it as a bit of a, a crutch to get you through that. yeah and i could well i don't yeah. i've never seen anything directly that would show you you could do it on virtual, virtual reality it's not a it's not a hard leap for me to imagine that where mm -hmm. where church oh what was it oh you know it's funny that you mentioned that because there was an um a russell brand video that talked about how facebook or meta whatever they call themselves now was partnering with these uh -huh. churches to start holding services oh, wow. in the metaverse. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Because you know how Facebook skews older wow. as an application. So, yes. uh, you know, obviously to, to protect their bottom line and their customer base or their, you know, their product yeah. base, they are partnering with these different congregations and trying to get to a point where they eventually hold all services within the metaverse entirely. So you literally go to the metaverse for God. See, that's leaving, so crazy. Wow. Leaving the world that, that God and however you imagine it created yes. to go into this man-made man universe to worship, I guess, a version of God, you know? Yeah, it's like it's all like a double of of what's already here. That's, oh, that's just something else. I didn't even know. That doesn't surprise me in the least no. bit, though. And it's funny because Holy I had God. this thought, I think I shared this with you, when when you think about like stepping away from the metaverse for a moment, when you, mm -hmm. when you think about completing the great work and creating the mm -hmm. solar body and having the ability to pour yourself into a new universe in the same way that the demigurg yes. poured itself into this universe mm -hmm. and, and what that entails and what that could mean. And then I brought the question, um, ironically using the same sort of verbiage, could the idea of what we think about when we think of in, in science as a metaverse or sorry, a multiverse, mm -hmm. rather, a multiverse, you know, infinite realities, slightly different from one another. Could those be universes created by those who were able to 
complete the great work and create their own universe. I don't know. Yeah. But let's imagine a world yeah. in which that is possible. That possible. If time mm-hmm. is not linear and time exists all at the same time, and at some point people could cr- complete the great work and create their own universes, could that be the reason for there being different realities that exist simultaneously? Because let's yeah. say I'm able to create a new reality and then within my reality, there are people who are able to create a new reality and so on and so forth infinitely, right? Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Right? Like in theory, that could possibly occur. Now, mm-hmm. let's say you could skip all that hard work. You could skip all the ritual work. You could yes. skip all the gnosis. You could skip all the sacrifice and you could just plug into something and do the same thing or or, or yeah. a proxy of the same thing, right? I, I could mm-hmm. see how that would be. It would be it tempting. Would be very tempting uh, because because it would yeah. appeal to people who don't. Let's get people who listen who are like, oh God, they keep saying God and they cringe, right? Yeah. It would appeal to people who are not invested in any sort of spirituality or who consider it all like woo woo stuff. And it mm-hmm. would create a, it would, it would replace spirituality in a way by, yeah, absolutely. by I supplementing, uh, uh, spirituality with technology. Yes. And that's exactly what I think it's all about is, is it, it mm-hmm. is, I mean, that's how I see it. I can't help but to see it that, but it is, it's like this technology is replacing spirituality. It is replacing yeah. God. Well, I, and I'm not saying it's wrong or anything, but it just is. Well, you know, yeah, true. But I, I or do you not think well, so? Well, no, I agree with you. Where I was only going to pause is like when, when you, like, it's hard for me to say it's not wrong because I want to be open-minded. But yeah. I also feel like, and I've made this this joke before, we we worship technology in the Church of Mammon. That That is what this capitalist yeah. society does. You know, the the... For those people, whether they realize it or not, whether they are religious folk or not, or spiritual folks or not, we as a society, as a whole, worship mammon. We we worship consumerism, and yeah, and uh, by by way of technology, uh, especially like in the last thirty yeah. years, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, the last big push from humanity kind of ended around the the seventies, the seventies sometime. When, yeah. when Western culture was very interested and influenced by Eastern philosophy and an idea of oneness mm-hmm. was starting to permeate the counterculture, you could see these huge strives in, in uh, social acceptance of, of uh, women and minorities and the gay mm-hmm. community, et cetera, right? And yeah. not to say that those advances still don't occur to some degree, but it's it, since the 80s, yeah. honor, you can certainly see that there's a vast change where that that yes. is being controlled by the spectacle of the society. Yes. And it's being sort of shepherded through that way. So the further along the path of worshiping mammon, of money, commerce, com- commercialism, um, I feel like unlike with what I will, I guess, say traditional spirituality, mm-hmm. m- mammonism is controlling it's like the devil card. It's an addiction. It's, yeah. it, it is, is binding. It, it presents the illusion of freedom, but it, it actually restricts us Yeah, because there's no actual spiritual connection there to me in that it's just the illusion <laughs> of it. 
You know, yes. it's, a, it's a proxy. It's an artificial. It's a plastic spirituality that will it give is. us all the same, to some degree, the same benefits, but without the, but, but, but like there's a deeper, there's a deepness and a richness to the traditional way of achieving that, that you won't get with this. Yes. I feel it's like. the hard work that you put in. Right. I mean, that's part of it is putting in the work and not everybody can chooses to put in the work. It's, I mean, you get something for your work. You know, that reminds me, I just read something too, that they were saying that money in the metaverse is called mana. <laughs> Have you heard no, that? No, but that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I was just like, oh my gosh, I think that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that yeah. you're going to start to see it more and more frequently. And I don't know the answer to it. Okay, and again, you know, I think you showed this as well. Like there's that scene from the matrix with Cypher's eating the, the steak. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's real. I don't know if ignorance is bliss. If, if uh, the acceptance of the tidal wave is wrong or right, really truthfully, because yeah. what's the alternative? Let's, let's, Let's put our uh, our cyberpunk hats on for a moment, and let's imagine a world where the metaverse yeah. and all that we're speculating on and predicting comes to fruition. What mm -hmm. does the world look like for the unplugged? I know. You know. Are they going to be? Yes, I've thought about that too. And who? Yeah. You know. Who is going to be unplugged? You who know. Would need to be. And what is it? Are they just going to be completely abandoned and left out of everything because they choose? To stay human, basically. Yeah. You know, I, if I could be optimistic for a second, when when the pandemic happened first and the quarantine happened, what what we noticed immediately was like in Los Angeles, the skies got way clearer, right? Pollution was way yeah. down. The grass mm -hmm. started becoming green again because we were lakes were clearing, yeah. water was clearing. Out. So I wonder if. I wonder again to to be fair to, because I largely been fairly critical to this stuff, but to be fair to it, like if there was a world, mm -hmm. let's say in twenty years where ninety percent of the population is plugged in, and uh, we get rid of the need for larger homes and what have you, and we're all living in this mm -hmm. virtual world, like what would that would that allow our our world to um heal. to heal to be revived? Like would a world yeah. would a hundred years in the metaverse allow us? to rejuvenate this planet yeah and that's a good question i mean i don't know because i don't know how how is this run this all this metaverse stuff like how much energy does it require i don't know i mean especially for the whole world or whatever <laughs> you know? yeah certainly like is it yeah what's the trade-off you know yeah but um but i yeah there's a trade -off. i could imagine a world in which you're you're living in this metaverse for a certain amount of time and then let's say suddenly you're unplugged and, and you lose track of, of life and you think you're 25 forever. And then you come out of this, you get unplugged and you're yeah. 90. You know? Oh my gosh. I never thought about that. That would be so shocking to our minds. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of interesting, there's a lot of interesting questions that I think that should be asked. And that's kind of why I wanted to have you on to, to just talk through some of these, just to speculate a little bit yeah. with this technology, because I don't hear it. What I do hear I is, don't either. is like, uh, you know, sometimes Russell Brand will put something up and he'll ask some interesting in, in, questions. But um, mm. but I really think that we these are like I could easily see a world in which they say, hey, for the good of the world, we're all going to enter this metaverse. We're going to live in there. And then when everything is healthy, we'll we'll free you. 
but you could easily like like being caught under a tide you could easily lose your sense of direction and time and space because yes. it, it would it would only exist as we as we'd want it to right i think we would lose our connection to god in so many ways or the the universe itself we would be completely disconnected from the universe imagine young we would never start well like think about Think about a young, let's say, I don't know, I'll pick an age, 25, someone who's 25 right now, who's mm-hmm. lived with social media for since they were 10 or younger and has lived with internet yeah. the nearly the entirety of their life. Could you imagine if tomorrow the internet ended? What, no, they wouldn't know what, what a shock do. to the system that would be, right? Yeah. Now, yeah, it would be traumatic. Now, imagine a world where we all enter the metaverse and some people are born into it. Yeah. And then one day they... Oh One day gosh. they get unplugged and they're 45 and they've never walked, you know, again, like this yes. is the matrix. Just like, you know, it is. Yeah. Yeah. How is it different? Right. It doesn't, I mean, it's not there. It's, it's not there yet, but it could be easily. And I don't know yeah. if the people who come up with the sci-fi stories are just prophets or if, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. What do you think? Do you think that those movies like The Matrix and stuff like that are, do you, because we watch them so much. I can't even tell you how many times I've seen the movie The Matrix and all these cyberpunk movies. And it's like, the more we watch these, we're also visualizing them. And these movies to me are almost shown to us and we're, manifesting them into the world yeah i think that's the case it does because because i think what happens is sci-fi movies and horror movies the best ones the ones that that are memorable Mm -hmm. tend to reflect the the things going on with society right now like uh i was talking with my wife about 1984 and everyone keeps thinking oh 1984 is coming 1984 is coming 1984 was written as a as a contemporary criticism of the soviet union by a communist in George Orwell. He wasn't so much predicting the future as he was satirically commenting on the overreach of the state by using futuristic imagery to criticize the Soviet Union and the control of, I mean, Big Brother was Stalin. He kind of hid it yes. in that. Yeah, not, not even so subtly. Future. Look at Animal Farm, same yeah. thing. Animal, I mean, Animal Farm is even yes. less cryptic, right? Yeah. So I feel like a lot of these sci-fi stories are reflections of what people see at the at the moment but then at the same time they also influence people right so a a young mark zuckerberg when he's 10 watches some sci-fi flick and then grows up and then he's a teenager when the matrix comes out and he's watched a million times but uh you know he's a a technological genius and he Mm -hmm. for whatever reason thinks that this matrix world seems awesome and he moves himself towards creating it or maybe he's not even conscious of it and maybe there's an egregore around this sort of cyber dystopia that is driving people into that direction. I don't yeah. know, but I I definitely do mm-hmm. feel like there is that internal question of does art imitate life or is art life imitating art or the two things happening simultaneously? Yeah, I think so too. And the egregore thing is a very big deal. Like I know a lot of people don't know understand what an egregore is. And Mark Stavish wrote a book called Egregores. Mm which I think people should read to kind of get an idea. It's just how the group mind works. Basically yeah. it's an excellent book. It literally changed how I saw the entire world. That book did. I've read it like three times already. It's amazing, but yeah, like it is creating an egregore and egregores control 
in a way they are a mind control yeah. thing, you know? But they, they influence so, us. Yeah. They, they influence us and they drive mm-hmm. us they and we're, they're created by us, mm-hmm. you know? Yes, it is us. <laughs> it's our, it's this mind, but that it takes on its own, it takes on its own, it becomes its own thing separate from us as well. Well, much like know? AI, right? We create technology yeah. and then technology, when it gets yeah. advanced enough, becomes its own thing becomes its own yeah. uh, intelligence and will drive us, yes. you know, again, that's why I see, I, I see so many parallels between where we're going from a technological standpoint and what we come to understand through spirituality and especially like high magic and, and ceremonial magic and things of that yes. nature. Like if you, if you understand the one and then you look at technology, you can see where the parallels lie. Yes. One of the things that I get concerned about when talking about magic and an AI type thing is in magic, it's really important when we're doing magic for manifestation to know our intention, mm-hmm. right? Like we've all done magic and the intention wasn't quite right and it turned out wrong. But in in humans, we're not very good at knowing what we want. Mm-hmm. We think we know what we want, but we're really not that good at knowing what we want. And it's like with AI, we're not. So if we can't even figure out our own intentions for our own lives and we're creating this artificial intelligence. Our, we don't understand the, our intentions mm-hmm. and when we're creating it, I don't even know how to, if I'm explaining this very well, but to me, I don't see the difference between the intentions that we're putting into AI. It's, it's going to just go wrong <laughs> to me. I don't, it's not going to turn out how we think well, or how we want it. To. I will refer to the, 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 uh, the logic of one of my favorite philosophers, Mr. Ian Malcolm, when he said, uh-huh. uh, we were so busy worrying about what we could do. We never thought whether or not we should do it. Yes. You know? And I think that that's, and that's the thing. Yeah. I think, I think that as that's the, question. Uh, 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 the hubris of humanity is to create without thinking about the consequences of that creation. We build these monoliths yes. and we build the society and we never stop to think whether or not this is a good idea or not, whether this is beneficial yes. to us. We're obsessed with just, advancement yes and why are we so obsessed with technology i cannot figure it out it's like we can't get enough of it it cannot be fast well because our phones are not fast enough because it replaced god because it it, it replaced it it offers it's a false prophet it it offers us what we we existentially need in our lives we seek not we seek gnosis and so we created google You know, yeah. we create, we, we seek to create a universe and to live forever. So we create a metaverse, you mm-hmm. know, we seek to, uh, you know, beyond just the spiritual, like we seek to achieve peak humanness, peak physical activity, peak, uh, athletic ability. Yeah. We create robots, right? Yes. And it's like, we're creating these things to, in losing who we are. We're losing our humanity. Yeah. Yeah, or at least evolving it or devolving it, depending on your point of view. Yeah, but it's like, um, mm-hmm. like have you ever driven fast on the highway and then gotten off on a yeah. on a side street and it's really hard for you to slow down? Yes, it's like that. It's like when you get locked into that tunnel vision and your gas, your foot's on the gas and you're speeding forward. It is very difficult to pull back off. Now, yes. of course, we we intrinsically know that if we keep driving faster and faster and faster, we're going to flip our car. We're going to get in a wreck, whatever. Yeah. And yet we're compelled. 
to drive literally and physically forward. And because we're in the midst of this technical technological addiction too. We're in the glory of our addiction mm -hmm. where we don't see, we don't even realize we're addicted, but we are, it's changing everything about us, our brain chemicals and stuff. But it, every addiction ends with something bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because by definition, something isn't an addiction until it has uh, a negative impact on your life. You yes. can do cocaine every single day. And if you can operate fine and your relationships are healthy and your body is physically healthy, it mm. might not be good for you physically, but yeah. it's not an addiction, right? It's only yes. when it starts to overcome yeah. the relationships and the priorities in your life, when it starts to supersede those, that's when it becomes an addiction. Uh, and the same yes. thing goes with technology, right? Having technology isn't inherently bad, but when you would rather yeah. um, look at your phone than talk to your partner at the dinner table, or you would yeah. rather have online romances than physical intimacy with someone, when you would yes. rather uh, live in a fantasy world that you've created rather than go outside on a hike mm -hmm. and enjoy the beauty that this creation is, uh, yeah, then then you know you you get lost in it. You know, yeah. you've been lost in the addiction of it because it has taken over yeah. your attention. Yeah. You know, it's got a stranglehold. And even if we want to pull out from the addiction of it, we can't. It's hard. I think yeah. it's definitely hard. I mean, just imagine giving up your phone and, but so many, you know, going to work and stuff, it just, we are required to have it. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I mean, you would almost you know? literally have to move so out. out You'd almost have to get off the grid. Yeah. And a lot of people are. Yeah. Yeah. It's becoming more common. And I can see the appeal to that to you. Like, it's scary yeah. though, you know? It is because imagine having to totally be responsible for yourself. Right. And we don't know how to do that. You know, growing your own food. I don't want to do that. No. I like, I want the drone to deliver me yeah. my McDonald's Post or awesome. whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're, when you're hungry and you've got an hour, you're like, oh, why would I cook when I could just, yeah. you know, but- but yeah. the consequences is the devaluing of everything. But we, it is. You know? And we're just losing control of it Yeah. by the day. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I, I, That's what freaks me yeah, out. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it freaks me out too, in a way. Like, again, I'm not trying to be paranoid, but I just think that it's, um, it's worth the discussion. It's worth putting out there in the world to it say, is. hey, is this good? Are we going down the right path? Yeah. Or perhaps have we... Have we gone too far in a direction yeah. that we need to, for our own humanity's sake, need to pull back from? Yeah. You know? And I think we do. It's going too fast. And it's like where our consciousness is not elevated enough to control it. Well, I find it interesting that, that as I do meditations and ritual work, that I seek to slow things down. Yes. I, I, like you can see one time you said you were reading a poem like in the mornings mm -hmm. now. Yeah. And I started doing that. And that is such a great idea. It's, and it is, it slows it down. It brings in, you start off your day with some sort of beauty, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, and, um, and I've heard this said about athletes who enter what, what I call like the flow state, you know, like your, your mm -hmm. Michael Jordans of the world, like the game slows down for them because they're that good. You know, yes. so, so traditionally when you get to a certain skill level, everything slows down. It doesn't speed up, 
But with this this technomancy, everything is rapidly speeding up. We start skipping lines. I hate this fucking term of multitasking. You know, everyone gets, and I used to do it. Like, you know, I used to pride myself on how many things I could do half-assed at like at the same time because we get convinced that that's the way to to operate rather than doing one thing at a time. But uh, yeah, it's, it goes, it flies contrary to the way our bodies naturally react as we increase our, our efforts and our skills in any particular course. Yeah. Now to an outsider perspective, we're moving faster. But to our internal mm-hmm. perspective, we're moving slower. Everything's moving slower around us. You know, yeah. we're seeing things faster. It's like, um, you know, film operates, or obviously everything's digital now, but film operates in the old school way of like 35 frames per second. Your, mm-hmm. your, your eye catches 35 frames and that's why, um, or sorry, 24 frames, 24 frames per second. And that's why, oh, sorry. That's why I keep getting... Um, Spam calls. Your your brain moves. Your brain is is being shown singular still frames at twenty four frames per second, and it it makes the connection to make them move. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah, interesting. yeah. If you ever look at a look at old school film, it's hard to see in digital because it's all like you know it's all mm-hmm. data. But if you look at like old school film and the reels and all that, every frame uh-huh. is a single picture. It's only when it's oh, moved at a certain speed that it appears to it's but it's an illusion it's a, it, it makes the, it gives the appearance of movement but there is no movement in a in a film oh, capture wow. yeah yeah it's just the illusion of it it's like that old oh, okay. look at that old uh, the very first i think it's the very first little film clip is a horse moving yes yeah, but it's just single frames you could cut you could cut up a film reel and you could stick them to your wall and there's no movement it's just photos strung together. Oh, I see what you mean. And, yeah. and spun at a certain speed at the right speed for our brain to say, oh, okay, that's movement. Right? I never thought about that. Yeah. But it's still artificial movement. So yeah, it is. You know? And in order to perceive movement, we have to see rapidly flashing images in front of our eyes. And that's what creates that. Wow, this has given me a lot to think about. Yeah. So, so we, especially with the metaverse, like, is it going to actually speed up time? Is it possible for us to speed up time in a way, way, but at the same time, I think we could lose track of time, you know, because again, if you're in the metaverse and you could create an avatar, would you not just create the the best time of your life? Like, would you age in the metaverse? Would you want to age in the metaverse? No. Or would you want to stay, would you want to stay young forever? Would you want to stay viral forever? Would you want to be, you know? At your, at, yeah. at your, at what, you know, what we consider our peak. Yeah. But then your twenties. Right. 30s. But then, you, but then I think it's a very valid question to ask is then as we've seen with the way technology is applied now with music and movies and everything else, that's, that's easily accessible. The, mm-hmm. e- the, the, the increased ease decreases value in many of our eyes. You know, a lot of us folks yeah. are, are sharing our Spotify wraparound and that's a good fun and all, but how many? How, yeah. how much less do we pay musical artists as a result of that? Yeah, you know, uh, we all yeah, we def- watch shit on our on YouTube and and on um, TikTok and what have you, and and how many? How much is the budgets of films decreasing in many regards, mm-hmm. or are they or or moving towards high budget spectacle only because it's all visual stimulation? Yeah. So then I I I wonder if we enter this metaverse and we. St- 
we we're able to stay young forever, healthy forever, uh, uh, mm-hmm. at our peak forever. Are we then going to have, can it overcome our internal existential dread of disappointment in life? Oh yeah. Or will we, or yeah. will we all be prone to like heightened senses of depression within the metaverse? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. I never really kind of thought, I mean, I've thought about that, but not, not really like that. And then conversely, because there's something inside of us that's going to know that it's fake. And that, that's something in us that knows that this is not real is going to come out in some way. Right. And then conversely, do you deal with that with drugs? Yeah. You get your happy pill, happy injection. Do you run an IV to keep you, your mood elevated at a certain level so that you just, you know, or which is what we do, which is what we do now. Yeah. Know. Or do we do, or do we yeah. do it through distractions? You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's funny also because in the matrix there's a line that talked about how the first few attempts at the matrix were like utopias. And, Oh, I forgot about that. And then we rejected it. There was the people started revolting against it because they have to have conflict. Conflict. Yeah. yeah. And, to be happy. Well, and it's funny because the way the that movie presents it, and granted, it's it's through a um, who who gives the is it is it Agent Smith that gives it? I think it is. It's a it's an unreliable narrator. Is my point? Um, yeah. Because I they present that in the film that humans are intrinsically drawn towards conflict, and it, the assertion is that we're violent mm-hmm. individuals by nature, and therefore mm-hmm. um, we need chaos in order to thrive. I think they misinterpreted it, or at least the character does. I don't think it's that we're chaotic creatures by nature. I think that we need to earn things and we cannot earn things without conflict. So if something is too perfect, we create conflict. Think about people who are getting relationships, you know, people who go through trauma, who get into nice relationships and then they create problems. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Trying to recreate. Oh Yeah. It's it's look yeah, at, uh, that makes sense. Look at some research on depression levels in various parts of the world, and you'll see it's very much tied to economically boonful societies where techno- where uh, uh, suicide rates and depression tend to be the highest. They're higher in and more wealthy people that have yeah. more. Oh, now now maybe that's just because in poorer countries there's less data collected. That's very possible. I want to throw that out there, mm-hmm. but also it could very well be that the reason why. Uh, more more affluent, wealthy, prosperous societies tend to have higher levels of depression is because there's a there's a in those types of societies typically you see uh, more leisure and uh, technology has taken over a lot yeah. of our a lot of our dilemmas and so there's less much less challenging uh, aspects of life and we need that challenge we need that that's how we define yes. ourselves in a lot of ways is by going through these horrible experiences. It's so necessary. Right. And we'll create them one way or another. We do. We will, we will always yeah. create them so that you can't eradicate it. Yeah. You know, you'll just get online. And they, yeah, you're so right. You're going to, people think this metaverse is going to be just all bliss and everything will be perfect. But yeah, I didn't think about that part in the matrix yeah. about, we have to have that. You're, you know, you look online if we don't, we're going to not even evolve. Right. Well, you talked about earlier, right? Um, people like to be a victim, right? They want that identity yeah. of a cause or something. Well, it's because life, I don't want to say life's easy. It's not. Life is very hard for a lot of people. And it gets harder yeah. every year. Like, let's not, let's not mm-hmm. 
you know, let's not bury the lead in that capitalism makes life unbearable yeah. for many, but mm-hmm. we still have a lot of technological ease in our lives in a lot of regards. Like it may suck. Yeah. It may be soul sucking to go work the, the, the cashier to be a cashier at Walmart, you know, but mm-hmm. it's not construction. It's not yes. hunting a Buffalo down to eat. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's a, yeah. it's a different kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's a physical ease to it, but in that we then get the depression and we get the existential crises and we get all this yeah. stuff because we need to overcome things. It's through the hard work that we achieve glory. Uh, Damien said something yesterday. It's not for everyone magic, right? It, it's it not. takes hard work and dedicated. It takes getting yes. up at 6am or in his case, 2am mm-hmm. to do magic for an hour before your work yeah. call. Uh, it, it takes yeah. staying up late. It takes uh, dedication. Dedication, exactly, and that, and through that dedication, we get, we get the spoils of war, so to speak, right? Yeah, but when, you earn you it. You earn it, but when you eliminate that, then it will leave a gaping hole within your soul to be fulfilled in some way. And so, one of my uh, fears or criticisms or anxieties around this impending technology is that it won't understand that. It won't. But I worry, too, because technology and artificial intelligence learns from us. So to me, too, what I was learning about these people doing magic, I mean, it's going to learn how to do magic. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy because it doesn't have a soul. But do you have to do you even need a soul to do magic and have it work? I don't know. I, I mean, you need a connection to the divine, I feel. You know, I'm sure there's some version of magic that can be done through technomancy that is, Mm -hmm. that provides a a proxy of the same sensation and feeling. I don't know that it's the same thing though. Yeah. I don't know either. You know, I think it's interesting. Yeah. Me as well. And I also, I also think that like, you know, this technology is being, you said like technology is being controlled by people, but like what types of people, because I don't want to paint with too broad a brush, but if you look at a lot of like techno, like uh, coders and what have you, they're not inherently... Mm-hmm. the most socially inept people or adaptive people yes. in, in life. They're oftentimes very socially uncomfortable. Um, they may have been mm-hmm. bullied as a young person. There's a, there's mm-hmm. they like a, like a Mark Zuckerberg type is a guy who already seems like mm-hmm. he's disconnected from society. And if he he's does. the one who's leading this charge to build a world mm-hmm. as he understands it, I think we need to be mm-hmm. very mindful and careful of what exactly that means. Cause I don't definitely I don't think it's always, I, I, again, I just worry that if that's the kind of person who's, who's creating this environment, it's, it's going to exasperate an already or, or an already bleeding issue. It does because the, the creator's creations, like even just my art light behind me, it is me. Like these are all, this is all just different versions of me. So like Zuckerberg's metaverse is just an extension of him. And yeah. do we want that? <laughs> you know, it's scary. I think it can all this. It is scary. And talking about like people not being able to, we're already not able to socialize that well, even just within a year's oh, yeah. time. You know what I mean? And it's just going to get so much more disconnected. I worry. And it is scary. Yeah. I mean, I already lament. Cause that's, that's how we know i know that's i learned more about myself talking to you like it's needed yeah the the actual interaction you know, you know yeah. I, I often lament that young folks are are woefully 
inept at dealing with the rigors of adulthood these days. Uh, yeah, not their not their fault. It's the, it's the world in which we raise them and we built and and we support them, yeah. which is to say that we don't. And a lot of young mm-hmm. folks just don't have those skills. They didn't earn it. They didn't come through it, and it's not provided for them. Yeah. The opportunity for them to achieve them is not available to them. And and yeah. we see the, the 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 emotional and mental and physical state that it's left many people in already yeah. with the technology we have right yeah. now. I know. And it's like lame technology compared to what's coming and what's being developed even oh, man. now. Can you imagine? Like Neuralink, like Elon Musk Neuralink. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and he, oh my gosh, it's so crazy. In yeah. 20 years, this technology that we're living in right now that seems so advanced is going to seem like a rotary phone. Yes, it is. You know? Like these terrible video games like Pong. Yeah. I remember playing that, you know, which I thought was so rad at the time and now it's like completely lame yeah it's it, it's more than what we can even imagine i think i, I or maybe it is what we can well, certainly some people can yeah yeah <laughs> whether or not yeah. they're fully realizing what that imagination entails i don't i think that's 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 the yeah. internal debate that we've been having um but oh, it's like truly willy wonka in wonka land the world of imagination yeah is what this metaverse is i think yeah so again you know, I, I wanted to have this conversation, which will probably be, it looks like it's going to be a two-parter at this point, but, um, you know, I, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to have this conversation because I just think it's, it's important. It's fascinating. It's fascinating, number one, but it's also important to ask these questions. I don't know if I have a firm judgment on it just yet. I feel mm. confident saying I'm a little nervous about it. I, I do think that yeah. we should be weary of it. I do think that mm-hmm. uh, it's not something that should go unnoticed and just subtly implemented in our lives like so much has been yes. already. Just slowly plug. Yeah. Literally. I mean, this is a big deal. And and it's like one of the things, and we're fighting against censorship right mm-hmm. now with all sorts of different things. And it's like we're being trained in many ways to not ask the questions, to be afraid to ask questions because we might get attacked or you know, by Elon Musk. No, it's all going to be fine or whatever. But yeah, it's a big deal. I agree. I agree. And um, and I, I hope that this conversation allows people to pay a little bit more attention and maybe ask mm-hmm. questions that we didn't even think about and to, and to ask themselves yeah. the questions of what life might be looking like in the next 20 to 25 years, because I feel like yeah. we have been sort of on a, you know, coasting along this technological ship right? We're on a current yeah. and we're just sort of coasting along with it and a new technology comes around and we grab mm-hmm. it and it's convenient. It's fun. And, you know, Hey, uh, Alexa or, or Suri do this, that, or the other, but you know, we joke all the time. And they're yeah. We joke yeah. all the time that they're listening to us. We do it all the time. We're not even concerned. Yeah. We're not even concerned anymore. We're just like, Oh yeah. Probably listen to us right now. Yeah. And I know, <laughs> you know, just let him, let him listen. Like, Oh my gosh. And even half the time, I don't care, you know. Because you get you get worn down. I do, but you but you get worn down. Yeah, you get worn down. Yeah, and like you said, when when you yeah. when your job requires it, you accept it, and and just little mm-hmm. by little, you get worn down, and to the point where everything seems like at least a tolerable idea, and and that's why yeah. when people think, oh, they're, they're going to come for our guns, they're going to come for this, they would never do that because they don't need to. Yeah, because that would cause exactly. resistance. You're not going to get a lot of tenement mm-hmm. squares. You're going to get. Yeah. You're going to get a, a, just the slow 
current change in the direction they want us to go and we'll accept it. And there will occasionally be some conflict, but for the most part, we'll just float on along the river. Easing right into Right it, into yeah. oblivion. Because we're already connected for, in so many ways that it's just, I, I don't think there's any way to stop it. Yeah. I don't know either. I don't know either. But you it's know? important to ask the question. So, Meredith, thank you for your time. Oh, thank you. This is like my favorite subject. I could literally talk about it for hours. Well, I, I appreciate it as well. I, it's it's fun being able to ask some of these questions and ponder these realities yeah. with someone who's open to, you know, a world where that could go in many different directions and, and, and hasn't yeah. closed off this idea of, oh, that's this, that, or the other. Like, let's ask. It doesn't harm anyone to yeah. ask the questions, to pose the questions. Exactly. If in, if in the end we're just making, uh, you know, a mountain of a molehill, fine. Hopefully you were, people were entertained for a couple hours. But in, exactly. but in the interim, perhaps, yeah, in the interim, perhaps we will arise some questions that will, that will make people think a little bit deeper about some of these technology advances that are, that are coming to us because yes. I think it's important to at least be, to at least enter them in with eyes wide open. Yeah. So uh, thank you. Ask the crazy questions. Yes. Ask the crazy questions and, and ponder the crazy answers, you know? Yes. <laughs> ponder your orbs. Yes. Ponder your orbs. Uh, Marilyn, <laughs> thank you so much. I, I just want to quickly throw in because I'm getting to see you on screen and you're an, a very amazing artist. So, oh, thank so you. if anyone wants to follow you, uh, I, I think you always share really important stuff uh, and meaningful stuff, be it your art or like some of these articles on this weird robot advancement. Like if anyone wants to follow yes, you, I like how it. can they find you? I'm mainly just on Instagram at, at the baked nurse. That's all I have. Awesome. Well, you're great. Thank you so much for your time. Thank, Thank you for you. indulging this conversation. Fun. I agree. Yes. Very much so. And um, we will chat again soon, whether in this yes. world or the metaverse. We'll see. That's right. <laughs> and until next time, keep pondering your orb. I want to thank Marilyn once again for being such a great host. And again, I feel like this topic is really important and worth uh, having some questions about and holding it to that scrutiny that we talked about at the beginning of the podcast. And this brings us to the conclusion of season one of the Culture Shock podcast. I will be taking two weeks off from doing full, full-time podcast uh, while I celebrate the holidays with my family. And uh, in the interim, what I will do is record what I would consider to call a culture cuts. Uh, they're essentially long versions of the intro outros that I do for every episode or short podcast, whichever way you want to look at it. I haven't determined the length exactly, but they'll essentially be opportunities for me to talk further about certain topics that I feel just sort of one-on-one -on -one to you. And so if there's any questions or anything that you would like me to speak on, please let me know. You can reach me on Twitter. It's probably the best way at Dave Oscuro. Um, let me know what you'd like to hear, any topics you'd like me to touch on. There are topics that I feel like maybe don't get addressed enough, and I'd love to you know weigh in on them and maybe raise some questions that then you all can take and, and, and find your own answers for. So let me know what you uh, look forward to hearing. And we will be back in the new year with a brand new uh, season two, episode one guest who is going to be awesome. Perfect for everyone who's looking forward to getting in shape in the new year. And there's other guests being lined up as well as some roundtables that we're planning and other fun features. So thank you all for a wonderful year, a wonderful season of uh, tuning in to this podcast. I really do appreciate it. I love the feedback that I get. I love um, that so many people around the world have an interest and that makes me excited to jump into our new season 
uh, in the new year. So thank you all once again. I hope everyone has a wonderful holiday in whatever way that you celebrate. And um, until next time, gold rings on you all.